name is Mr. Oye Bawahala, a fanatical supporter of Adamawa United. Sorry, resurgent Adamawa United. Well, uh, a lot of people are surprised by the turn of events of my darling team. But people like us are not really too surprised just because, one, I looked at the team and I could say the team is hugely talented. It has lots of potential. So, what do you think the team needs is just motivation. The team needs to be motivated. And I think like three weeks ago, a lot of eminent personalities in the state spoke with the team. They did their best to motivate the team. And now we're seeing the results. Like I said last week, I said, there will be an upset against Lobby, and it happened. Again, I said it. There will be an upset in Akure. It happened. Now, Dakada is coming to Adamawa now, and I can assure you we're going to have three points. And what that simply means is the deficit between Adamawa United and the next team out of relation is just three points. I can assure you that Dakada will go the way of Lobby. Then we'll take it from there. I'm sure with right tools and motivation, we shall escape relegation because we are the pride of the North. We're the lion of the North of Adamawa United of Adamawa Opinion. Thank you. Well, I have to start with that so we can hear how proud and how happy Adamawa United fans will be after picking their first win against Lobby Stars and also picking a draw three days after on the road in Akure against Sunshine Stars. Really telling period for them but then they've had a very fruitful week with uh, the abducted driver being released. Picking up win, a win at home and picking up a draw away from home. Adamawa United fans would definitely be very happy with the recent performance of the club. On that um, rejoicing note, I welcome you to the 26th episode of the MPFL Toby podcast. My name is Chris Emeyane, the host of the podcast. And straight off, starting with happiness on the Adama United side, I spoke to another fan who had not really been happy with their performance, but still wants uh, the club and the players to give in their best for the rest of the season. My name is Ibrahim. And I'm a fan of Adama United. I started supporting the club around 2007. I'm also an indigenous of Adama and a fan of the Nigeria Professional Football League. So far, so good. The league have been trying their upgrading and the team, their performance so far hasn't been good. But past two games, they had a win and a draw. But I hope things are going to work out well. I hope the players will put more effort because we need to see the best. We need to see their best. They need to give their best. Well, while Adama United are rejoicing, those in Akure are not because Sunshine Stars are actually winless in six games. They've lost games away from home and at home dropped points and home draws to Adama United and a couple of other draws at their Akure Township Stadium. It's not really been the same team we saw at the beginning of the season with Wengang Kubote and the young boys showing lots of qualities on the field of play. In recent weeks, it's been a very poor one for them. And the recent one will be the one against Adama United where they were unable to score. Even the highest goal scorer of the season so far, Sadiq Yusufa scored eight goals, fired blank in that game. I spoke to Bamisha B. Samuel. He once said, Benga Gubota does not lose two games in a row, but then he has not picked up a win in six games. And this was what Samuel had to say. Sunshine win less than six is a very, very appalling result uh, so far for Benga Gubota. His side has really not been good all season long. They've had shaky results. They've lost a huge number of games. 
uh, even though it's just this period in the in the season. But still, they've lost a lot of game and they've dropped really down. At some point, they were fourth in the season, but now they're they're flirting with the bottom half of the table, which is really not the kind of performance uh, we want to see of them. I, I think uh, everything started after the the last home win they had. They went on three game winning streak and then suddenly they lost one, they lost the second one, they picked up a draw. And then how do you even draw to Adama United, bottom of the table team? Last week, Adama picked up their first win, and everybody was like, "How do you lose to Adama?" United and look at it now again Sunshine Stars I, I, I felt this was the game they were going to use to get themselves back but apparently uh, Adama United had other ideas and yeah they're celebrating it even with the crisis and then the release of the driver well, Sunshine Stars or Gumbote I think uh, they just need to go back find that form again that form that he had when they picked up three wins they just need to find that form again and begin to close out the game as early as possible they do not get a result as soon as possible <laughs> seeing themselves play against Zafari United very soon still on the club side are not really performing rivers united are actually one of those club side after a very interesting start to the season that they've seemed to have wobbled and stumbled um on their route to actually win the mpfl title this season and this is coming after uh, that loss to a yimba on the continent and the cough competition cup playoff where uh, they lost uh, to a yimba on penalties after that game they've lost two games on the bounce and uh, it's really sad to see um them stumble after that interesting start to the season stanley guma and his boys really need to find their form if they are to put um the continental stumble behind them and focus on winning the mpfl title meanwhile uh, they've also suspended two key players they got in uh, the transfer window from ayimba theophilus afelukai and ifai anemena and the two clubs were suspended after they were found guilty of misconduct though there are rumors saying uh, they were suspended for breaching betting rules but then uh, the club have come out to deny that now i spoke to a journalist based in portacot about the recent performance of river schneider and this was his thoughts all right guys big ups to everyone listening at this time my name is marion oka i represent uh, uh, football republic on uh, 94.1 wazobia fm portacot and that is where i'm reaching you from um, at this time a big ups to chris and the gang for you know a good work you're doing so far with the mpfl story all right i'll be talking about the reverse united side uh, it's been a season of mixed fortune for them if you ask me the reverse united we saw earlier this season where a side who were quite decent you know with so much hope with the new additions from uh, uh into the side and uh, the form we saw them that uh, had them just behind the PT United last season when the league was cut off in March uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic, you know, after the PPG giving them that continental ticket. There was so much hope and, um, um, you know, so much anticipation that this Rivers United side will replicate that form, you know, come this 2020-2021 season. But unfortunately, it hasn't been that way. At the start of the season, you know, we saw Rivers United very uh, dogged defense and getting the point, doing the business. First three games without conceding any goal. And of course, Rivers people were very excited and saying, at last, you know, the Rivers United of their dreams was here. But unfortunately, in recent times, it's been, you know, a downward spiral for the pride of Rivers especially after that uh, continental game with Ayimba. It may interest you to know that before that game, Rivers United were just second on the MPFL log, just behind Ayimba uh, before that encounter. But as it stands now, the pride of Rivers are 
a distant eight on the league table. They've not picked any game in their last two games uh, so far they've played, and uh, it's a far cry from what you know fans of this great side have been expecting from Rivers United. Now the question on everybody's lips is why? What's the problem with Rivers United? If you ask me. Um, we all know that this Rivers United side are not short of motivation. The governor has promised them, you know, 10 million naira for every, you know, away win they get. Just uh, that is also to add with the new boss and the new, uh, you know, some of the new innovations the state governor talking about uh, by Sayes Onwike has infused into the side. But Rivers United has not delivered on that ground. In fact, since after that promise by the governor, Rivers United has not won a single away game. The two games they played between uh, with uh, Warri Wolves and of course uh, recently with Aqua United has ended in defeat. And uh, when you come to think about it, getting results away from home has been quite difficult for Rivers United. Out of the six games they played away this season, Rivers United has won just one and scored just two goals away from home. It's been a very, you know, very, very disappointing affair for the fight of Rivers. And also to cram that, we find out that some of the teams who they have lost to are still struggling relegation. You see the likes of Castina United. You see the likes of uh, Warriors who are struggling relegation. In fact, even the uh, Wiki Tourists just two points away from relegation, I begin to ask, is this a stuff of champions? Is this the way Rivers United uh, will you know, challenge for the league? And these are the questions begging for answers on the minds of people. What is the problem with Rivers United? If you ask me, I don't think they are short of motivation. I don't think they have injury worries. I think they need to look inward. They need to pick themselves up. Yes, disappointing loss to Ayimba when it mattered most just in their own backyard at the Amasimeka Stadium. But that is behind them now. They need to put it behind them and then look at the task ahead. They need to concentrate, pick up, pick themselves up and get it. Total victory like they say and we hope to see that in the coming days. The next fixtures are, uh, are the fixtures that will define the season for Rivers United. We see them play the likes of Refine, uh, Uba and uh, some other teams, uh, you know, mid-table teams, you can ask me. And I think they should be able to make it count when it matters most as far as those fixtures are concerned. While Rivers United and Sunshine Stars actually finding it difficult uh, to maintain the momentum they started the season with, other clubs in the league are actually crawling up little by little. For example, Abia Warriors, who could not find a win in the first six games of the season, are currently find themselves sitting 13th on the table, as well as Aslan, who had a very poor start to the season. Fidelis Electrico has found the rhythm for the Nazi Millionaires, and before that loss to Rangers International, they were actually on a five games unbeaten streak in the league, which shows that both coaches talking about Imama and Ilechuku have really sought out the issues they had in the earlier parts of the season. And I'm very sure Warriors fans will be happy with the performance so far. But then let's go to Oyo where Dakada uh, did crawl up against Kano Pillars over the weekend. They were two goals down in the first 30 minutes of the game. But then at full time, Dakada got maximum three points without the inspirational captain Aneken Ekbe in that game. So I have to understand what really happened in Uyo against Kano Pillars. I had to speak with someone who saw the game live so we can get a glimpse of what happened exactly in Uyo in Dakada's comeback against Kano Pillars. Well, it's like the scoreline was breathtaking because for the away side to have gotten two goals in the game, you would have already given it to Kano Pillars. No one, like majority of the 
of the people in attendance didn't really have faith in Dakar anymore, but kudos to the likes of uh, Christian Kong and the second, yeah, I think uh, Philip Achibong, that was the second start for Dakar and he was able to get a goal, that was the equalizer, and then Isaac George, the substitute, came in and, and finalized everything, but uh, I'll give kudos to, to Dakar because the chances that they had in the game, they were able to convert it, I think they had a close to, uh, you said, four or five chances and the, the maximum times the chances came to them, they buried those chances and got a goal. Unlike Kano Pillars, Kano Pillars should have buried the game in the first half because uh, Ian Wagwa had an opportunity, I think it was one with the goalkeeper and then goalkeeper Olawale Orema, they had to make a, a very good save to stop it. I think that would have been the third goal to make it 3 new. Hope, trust me, if that goal would have entered, that would have dampened the morale of Dakada. I told this to a colleague that if Dakada didn't get that goal in the first half, that would, that would have motivated him to have gotten the remaining two goals in the second half because that goal in the first half to make it so one had to had to form a morale booster for them. And that's what they really needed to get into the second half. And I'm kudos to Coach Lawrence because he's been really active in the absence of the head coach, that's uh, Dan Lamy, Dan Lamy Omar. So it was great. And yes, yes, the players also did well in uh, when um, even when their captain wasn't present, that's Anik Anikpe, due to the record he picked up against Heartland in the previous match day, but they were able to summon courage and play beautiful, beautiful football. I think uh, that's it, the players did well, and uh, up next is Wikitarists, we schedule match day, that should be 11. Hopefully, they tend to capitalize on the good performance they did in the previous game and pick up maximum 3 points against uh, Wikitarists. Well, while Dakada was getting comebacks at home, Aqua United on the other end are also gathering momentum into the season. They're currently sixth, fifth position, not so far away from the top of the table. And um, they defeated Rivers United over the weekend by three goals to nothing. And really shows that um, Kenan De Boboye and his boys are actually getting uh, themselves into a position where they can challenge for the title. Talking about title challengers, um, Cora United, Rangers International, and Canon Pillars are now in contention. All three clubs are the top three of the MPFL at the moment. Kara United on top with 25 points, while Rangers and Canopillas are both tied on 23 points. Switching gears now as a fixture to watch out from the MPFL, we have some scheduled games going down on Wednesday in Bafisi Wadi Wolves in Ozoro. While Plachi United will be up against Rivers United and Dakada host Wikitourist at the Nest of Champions. We're talking about match day 14 games going down this weekend, and we have lots of fixtures just watch out for especially in the southeast where we have two oriental derbies going down one at the Aba International Stadium between Eyimba and FC Ifanguba and the other one in Imo State the Battle of Imo State Mapia Warriors Boeing and home ground in Imo State Okigwe and Atlan the original owners of the stadium I will go head to head in the second oriental derby we'll be seeing and I spoke to a renowned journalist of the MPFL Toby Adipodri on this game to give us a thoughts and what to expect from this Atland versus Abia Warriors game. It will be a very tight one, a very tactical one between Imama Amapakabo and Fidadis Idechuku. Here is Toby's thoughts. Uh, another weekend for the Oriental Derby. Uh, this time around it will be between Atland versus Abia Warriors. Uh, two teams that started the season very poor, uh, on a very poor note. You know, at some point we thought you know, Fidelity Lechuku and, you know, Abia Warriors manager, Imama Makbakabo, will lose their job. Uh, these two teams, you know, have witnessed, you know, a big turnaround in the last um, 
four to five matches, especially in February. I think they had a very good run. For Abia Warriors, I think they, they, they managed the most points uh, during that season. Also, for Atlant, Fidelis has been able to revive the team despite the challenges they had, you know, they had uh, in the team in terms of um, uh, in terms of finance. But I mean, it has really been an interesting February um, for both teams and also for both managers. For Atlant FC. Uh, they managed just one defeat in the last five games with three wins and a couple of points on the road against um, MFM in Lagos, Fidelis former team and also against Sunshine Stars. For Imama, unbeaten in his last four games with three wins and one draw and then just one defeat in, in his last five games and you know it, it makes Abelwaras look very solid going to this game. I think it's really going to be a difficult game especially for the host Atlanta FC we saw them against Dakar, they fought very hard to go out late win. Uh, not that really consistent with the performance, but they could also grant results. But for Abia Warriors, I mean, they've got a very good record against Atlan FC in the right They've been in the last six games, Atlant has managed to just win just one game against Abia Warriors in the last six games. In 2019, Abia Warriors won 4 2 at Atlant. In 2016, they won 1-0. In 2015, they won 1-0. In 2014, they drew 1-1. And in 2020, that was when Atlant managed uh, just one win over them. So, I mean, it's really going to be an interesting game. You know, Fidelis will be hoping to turn this result, uh, this record, uh, against Abia. Whereas for, for Atlant FC, they've got a couple of players, you know, currently going, currently banning the goals for them. Imaha Dachi has scored four goals this season. You know, Samuel has been interesting, deadly in the final third. And, I mean, Pascal has also been a very good addition for them. For Abia Warriors, they've got a fatter up line in the midfield who has really, really been brilliant for them. Two goals. You know, Paul Samson, you know, has also scored two goals this season. Uh, Chukwe Mekobioma has not really been consistent, but, I mean, he's, he's one guy that could also, you know, post threat. But the Godwin Obadjek has been a new man, you know, getting the goals for Abia Warriors. So, it's honestly going to be a very big game on both ends of the manager. I think it's really going to be a big headache and the manager that put his foot right, especially for the players, will handle winning this one. But definitely it's really going to be a big game and I think um, Abelos will give a lot of fight in this, into this one and make everything difficult for Atlanta to win. Now, apart from the Oriental Derby going down in Oweri, which we'll see Atlanta take on Abia Warriors, we also have the top three battle between Pillars, Kylo Pillars, that is, and Rangers International. Uh, like I said earlier, Rangers International are third, while um, Canal Pillars are second on the table. To be a big clash because both sides will not want to drop a point in this game. If not, they drop out of the top three or top four as things may be for them. But those are the two big games to watch out for uh, this weekend. River United will be back at home as well to face Giga Golden Stars, while Kasina United. Will be up against troubling sunshine stars. Cry United, the tabletopers, will be away in Bauchi to face Wiki Tourists. And taking a look at what is happening on the Gold's Chorus chat before we end this episode of the podcast, I think yourself of Sunshine Stars still leads with eight goals, while Indifreke F. Young of Aqua United is still stuck with seven goals so far. Both players top the Gold Scorers chat of this season's MPFL. While for the clean sheet standings, um, we have Idrisu Ibrahim and Chinedu Anuzie both tied on seven clean sheets, while the likes of Dele Ayenuba and Stan. 
Taliwa Bali aside on six clean sheets each, which shows that the battle for the Golden Glove Award this season is really a tight contest amongst the goalkeepers. And this is where this episode of the podcast will be ending. I hope you have enjoyed every bit of the analysis I dished out from our guest analyst on this episode. My name still remains Chris Mayon. To the very next episode, remember to keep yourself safe. COVID-19 is still very much around and always stay away from trouble. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and see you around. Thank you.